0: How's it going, Yamatators? Episode 150 with Mike Levine. This episode was fucking fun. I think you'll have a blast listening to it. If you don't recognize my voice, um, this is Malcolm McDowell. I am uh, subbing in for Doug with the introduction today. Anyway, um, listen to the episode. You're already listening to it. What's stopping you from continuing to listen? Just the pause button. Don't even hit it. Don't even hit it. Not even if you want to. Not even if you need to. Just keep listening. Go to facebook.com slash Culp. Go to iTunes and Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on, on the wide web. And leave a review. Leave a leave a comment, a question,
1: some kind of riddle. Duplex comedy, Suplex was awesome. We had Justin Alexio, and Travis Irvine, and me, and that was it. But then we had a crowd of like ten people. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, keep telling people about it and keep uh keep getting the word out about Duplex Comedy Suplex. Doug's Twitter
0: is Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and the show's Twitter is Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. There's also a donate button through PayPal on Yamatat.com. Now, America, and every other country... (laughs) I just did the America thing because of Fallout 3 because of uh, Malcolm McDowell oh I broke it I broke it anyway yam it up with Doug with me and Mike Levine
2: there's a show called All My Circuits on Futurama like you should you should make a t-shirt of that show and they said yes and then they cut me a check wow so yeah that
1: is awesome
2: yeah are we, is this is this uh, Nerdist ambush style? Are we going already, or what's? Well, I mean, I. I mean, look, I'm not trying to do anything here. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck.
1: Splitastic.
2: Yeah. Um. So. Feelings? How are you feeling today?
1: Yeah,
3: how
2: are you feeling today? No, no, you you first, man. Oh, okay. It's your show. Yeah, you gotta set the stage. Be oh. like, it's a well, um, Doug morning in Doug County. I don't know what you're. No, I don't. To do. I don't do any of that. <laughs> okay.
1: I intro it later. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling good. I've slept very well. Nice. Slept very well. Mm-hmm. It was one of those sleeps where you pass out. Mm-hmm. and nice. You're just like, oh yeah. man. I was
2: so tired. I like, because I I usually watch, like, an episode of, like, Bob's Burgers or Futurama to fall asleep, and I like the ones where, like, I know I fell asleep one line in. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, it was a formality to put it on. Because that's the last thing you want is you put your head down and you're like, I'm not in a fun fictional world. I'm in my thoughts. Like, go fuck yourself. (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: Yeah, I'll do, like, Colbert, Mm -hmm. or, um, I mean, last week tonight. Did mm-hmm. you see the last week tonight? Last night. Oh no. They posted like HBO posted it on. Oh, a lighter.
2: We can get this content. Oh, I got that. He a little poke, pokaroo. Huh. Some poke, some with. I got. It. Hold on. Oh, okay. On oh, my mini keys. Oh, I think I'm
3: good.
2: You like my no? I got. It, I got it. You you like my mom keys action? This is like Whoa. very much mom keys, right? Yeah. Right. You got
1: a lot of keychains, but you'll never lose that stuff. No,
2: I'm never losing this stuff, and it's like a multifaceted. Like I have everything from like the little USB gadget key to the um, heavy duty handcuff key. You know, Whoa. just in case. Yeah. What's up? Thoughts to talk with Doug and stuff.
1: Yeah, 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 But dude, if you had that, and uh-huh. then if you were like uh, rallying or protesting Trump uh-huh. or something, yeah, and then they cuff you,
2: and then you're like. Go ahead, motherfucker, me, mm-hmm. See what
3: happens. And then you get out. <laughs> no, like,
2: no. Then they take the key out of your hand. It's like, come on. Like, no, they let you keep your keys. I, I don't like, know. Go ahead. Right.
1: What could possibly be on your keychain that could help you now?
2: <laughs> I think, I think police learned a long time ago not to let people have keychains. Like you could swallow a key. <laughs>
1: you have your chance right now for freedom. Go ahead and try.
2: I like this flamboyant police officer that's giving people a chance because he's that. He's, like, that secure in his uh, place in society. Oh,
1: you think you can get free? You think you can just get free? Go ahead and try.
2: I have a wife. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) I have a wife who I love. Go ahead and try.
2: This is already terrible.
1: No, it's fucking good.
2: (laughs) So, wait, wait, like, this is last episode. Episode 150.
1: (laughs) No, this is the... 150th episode. Mm-hmm. Um 156 makes 3 years.
2: Wow. Oh, mhm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, if if you'll indulge me constantly throughout the podcast but also right now, why me for the 150th episode? Like, why Um
1: there, there was no thought put into the significance of the number 150?
2: Could have lied. All right. Go for it. Jesus. We're in a safe but... yeah, Oh. But, oh. <laughs> yes.
1: You are a very interesting person, and I want to get to know a lot about you.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the full, I'm, I'm a notoriously uh, open and in my feelings type person. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give you all the candor I can muster. I don't, those are two normal words. <laughs> candor and muster. Didn't really need to say it like that.
1: Um, okay, well, well, well. So, writer. Yes. How long? Um How long have been writing stuff? I, I think... I probably ever since, like, school or whatever. Right. And-
2: I've been, like, yeah, habitually writing things, and I went to school for uh, writing and child psychology at oh. Sarah Lawrence, yes. Uh, but it wasn't until my first uh, Onion headline that I got, like, a check for writing. And, oh. like, that that to me was the moment that it started to happen and be real yeah. and be like oh, oh I, can I can afford can... the 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 more expensive cheese now because Ooh. i did a clever <laughs> i did a funny thing. I, I did like yeah it. i did a clever yeah like and like <laughs> that the the nugget or the idea matters to me so much more and like when it goes to the onion it's like totally anonymous and stuff but i'm like no that joke flies mm-hmm. like that joke is out there mm-hmm. um so that was, I want to say, like, four years ago when I was in Chicago. I
1: didn't know it's anonymous. So
2: yeah, like, well, you don't see a writer it, credited, like... They
1: publish it, and then it's just, like...
2: Well, yeah, and, buy, like... By whoever. You know, right, whoever. And, and to me, it keeps up, like... We don't the, have to tell you. No. We don't have to fucking tell you. <laughs> right. We're like, we are like an onion. We have
1: many
0: layers.
2: Oh. <laughs> so crazy, you're the first person to think of that. I'm going to email my editors and be like, check it out, guys. Hold on. <laughs> Onion, many layers, Univision sponsorship.
1: Get it, you guys? It's been a joke the whole time.
2: Oh God! Well, <laughs> so yes, the power of satire is compelling. And <laughs> so,
3: um, so
1: yeah, how how long ago was that?
2: That was uh, that was like yeah, four years ago four years uh, for ago. the Onion. Um, and then and that it was, sort of. You
1: were like, I could fucking do this for a living.
2: Well, like, even like th- that, even discounts it because, like, I was doing like childcare at the time and yeah. sort of earning a decent living at that, um, like assistant teaching preschool and running recess and after school programs and stuff like that. But even like bonus money to spend on dumb stuff, I was yeah. like, oh, I want a little more of this and like. Yeah. It's, it's very weird, because uh, you're just, like, submitting stuff every week and seeing what sticks. It's, like, big anonymous machine, but, like, I got so into it, and then at a certain point I got frustrated with that, which made me want to do my own content. So, like, that's, uh, so I started getting, like, heavily into Twitter and, like, doing little funny essays on all the little funny essay sites that were coming up, yeah. uh, and then, like, then started to try for bigger things, um. So it's it's ridiculous and pretty late, but, like, to get the courage and to realize you can actually do it, like, that takes a while. Like, yeah. I always knew I only cared about what was funny, but, like, to, to generate it, to put it out there, to say, oh, no, I'm the guy to do this, like, yeah. that takes a lot of, of confidence and work and stuff like that. No, because like they. And then
1: we can leave this part in where we're talking about it.
2: Oh, because it's Lord. not even in there. Look, I I don't want to break any <laughs> podcast bylaws. Holy shit! I was under the impression that I was here to talk about the Fantastic Four. Uh, if you want to talk about like me, sure. But there's four of them, including the children and the Future Foundation. So like, what what seems more fertile? Listen, I no, I went
1: I liked the newer one. I saw it and I liked it. It was I, fine.
2: I wrote uh, like my first piece of fan fiction for Heave magazine is my own scene in that where the thing like really confronts his Judaism. Um but yeah, I I love them as characters who like don't get their like fair shot and are sort of caught in a legal limbo, but I I love very much the idea of just like the family and like they're they're at this core. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna ask me questions about Fantastic Four? Or should I just ask you questions about Fantastic Four? <laughs> Fucking watch me. Any, any, what? anything you try to talk about about me, I'm bringing it back to uh, Fantastic Four. We'll See, we're establishing games. <laughs> See, this information uh, would cost you upwards of seven thousand dollars at uh, the United Citizens Brigade. <laughs> they have eyes ev- everywhere. That underground bunker from the show is like really—that's really a thing. <laughs> you would take the elevator all the way down. Just saying.
1: Um. So what? Uh, what's something in writing that you haven't done that you would love to do?
2: Oh, I want to. I want to do uh, comic books. Like, I want to have like all the, the the creators I really look up to, like Matt Fraction and Grant Morrison, to have play in the sandbox. Have the superhero comic. And then, like, make up your own crazy, like, out there world yeah. that everyone has no choice but to like get yeah. in on, yeah. Because so many like indie concepts or uh, indie comics are like high concept, like sex criminals or like saga and stuff like that. And yeah. that's to me, writing wise, that's ultimate like freedom, like
1: yep, to be able to have your own creations, right? And, then well, and to and to
2: collaborate that. with like I've absolutely gotten addicted to collaborating with like artists. Yeah. Um. And I saw a Scott Snyder comic uh, called The Wake, and uh, there was like an action sequence where a gigantic fish monster like destroys a like a cruise ship. Yeah. And I realized I was like, oh, anyone else who thinks of that scene for like a movie, they have to wait ten years for that to happen. And like he got that back the next week. He was like, okay, hmm. describing the shots, and like it just happened that quickly. Yeah. And you know i don't know about editorial stuff at like the higher levels but like just working closely with one person getting that trust who has like the the other piece that you don't have which is actually making and doing shit yeah well, yeah well, i'm sitting over here being lofty uh <laughs> that that i think that's the next thing i want to get to yeah cool like monthly books like books are dope but i want yeah cool dude yeah
1: yeah who uh who would you maybe Uh, reach out to or or would you want to
2: well I have like a bunch of artists that are like sort of at my level right now of where I am as a writer where like they're getting paid to do some things but not others and so any of the artists I have like Danny Lacey or Evan Lewis or all like all the people I do my webcomic with and stuff like that uh, if I could get us money to do something if I could pitch something like that's that's what I really want to do Cool. yeah
1: oh man to have a comic book, um, me and uh, me and Aldrin mm-hmm. and our other friend Josh thought of a a series. Yeah. Of comic book heroes.
2: Nice. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Are they grittier than your normal heroes? <laughs> Do they deal directly with problems such as they have, being written by Mark Millar? They
1: have problems. They yeah. have adversaries. Ugh. They have powers. Yes.
2: Great yeah, okay. Yeah. It's great. Okay.
1: There's 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 already like five characters, I think. That's great. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk too much about oh,
2: it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> jesus doug's like covering up like folders with his hands and stuff like that like as if i was trying to look over there character sketches and shit come on doug
1: no i have t- i've talked about it i've tweeted about it i was just oh was okay. like the uh, let me get those
2: tweets hold on yeah <laughs> the
1: the last people is the name of the series mm-hmm. the of the team of heroes who mm-hmm. eventually become a team um First one is hourglass. She can see through time. Nice. She's a barista. Mm-hmm.
2: But oh, this is my favorite sci-fi cliche. Something happens where she can't see the end of this one. You know what I'm saying? Like like oh, like if in the big climactic event she's like, "Oh, even I do not know where this will go." Like that <laughs> happens in every time travel thing and I love it so much. It's like <laughs> Something's no, all blocking of, all, it. Right, yeah. yeah. All of time it. and, like, yeah, something's in the way. They something's do that, everything. making it
1: foggy. Right, yeah. I can't see
2: everything. Right. <laughs> because everything's so climactic. <laughs> the the climactotrons uh, get in the way of this. That's it has to go right. with time travel people. Okay, so we have Hourglass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Um, the pen. Ooh. Who, like, I think he he's a villain mm. and he draws, um, like... Scenarios and things that he wants to happen, and then mm. they start to happen. Right.
2: Well, I mean, like, I don't know if you want to reach in other fictional worlds, but I do know uh, the kid with the purple crayon had like a rough childhood. No, <laughs> that children's book. No. Oh, it's like a kid who like goes and draws things and makes it happen. So I just I like the idea that like something horrible happens to him. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna draw a boat, and then yeah, yeah. something terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Shipwrecked. The the Nicolas Cage movie happens. Most people get eaten by sharks. The purple crayon. Yeah. Oh. We're talking children's book, feelings, and the Fantastic Four. <laughs> One of us has to keep us focused. Hey,
1: we're focused. Oh, are we? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, uh, um, shit. I've, I have them written down. But it was good.
2: Okay. Yeah. What about, like, some sort of Jewish rock monster who, like, hates his body, right? And has, like, excellent catchphrases such as It's clobbering time Uh, What a revolting development Uh, References to his Aunt Petunia for some reason Um, End of list Oh, boy That was a long list of uh, treasured catchphrases
1: Fantastic Four from Arrested
2: Development? Oh, absolutely. No, like, I was never more overjoyed. You know what's dope about that uh, is, like, because, you know, sometimes Arrested Development does, like, call forwards. Yeah. Right? So when they get sued about the um, the Fantastic Four thing within the Arrested Development universe, the person who hands over the papers is what was not yet the director of the Fantastic Four movie.
3: Whoa. Yeah. So the like first he Fantastic had Four no movie?
2: no it's a Trank is the new one right just Trank. Oh, uh, I
1: don't know. Okay, There's, yeah. So wait, the, no no the, the Van stick
2: yeah the Miles Teller one, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So that's yeah, but the thing is confirmed Jewish in that movie, and that's all I wanted. <laughs> There's like a like a mezuzah and a menorah in his childhood home, and it's very interesting too because he like lives in a junkyard, so it's like mm-hmm. I'm like yeah like white trash people can be Jew trash, too, like, and then, oh, God, was the rest dour and terrible and anti-science, and then Homer Simpson was there for some reason. It was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Dan Castellaneta.
2: Yeah, oh, and I was, like, furious, yeah. As, like, the science teacher who, like, doesn't want Reed Richards to make a breakthrough with a science project for some reason. Oh, I got so mad. And they get drunk before they go to like Dimension X or whatever. Like there's no, no like curiosity behind it. It's like, oh, let's be reckless. Like Yeah, they get no, fucked up. It's not the attitude you want for it. you want you want the Incredibles, you know? You want a family with cool powers doing cool stuff, fighting a Girls vague robot thing. Awesome. No, yeah, that's that's the Fantastic Four movie we all need. Like <laughs> And we all need a Fantastic Four movie.
1: Ooh, oh a live no. I was gonna say a live action the Incredibles, but Yeah, no. It doesn't need to be done.
2: I like I think Incredibles this... on Ice. Right? yes. Okay.
1: On see-so.
2: <laughs> Am I still paying for that? Can I check right now? <laughs> I haven't used it, but I, like, believe in the platform very much. Dude, like, I like the shows and watch stuff.
1: Hidden America with Jonah Ray.
2: Oh, okay. It's so
1: fucking funny.
2: Okay, cool. Ooh. Well, because I love, uh, Bajillion Dollar Properties and stuff like that, and, so, yeah. And watch it in order. Okay. Don't
1: cherry-pick city- different cities. Watch okay. it in order, because there's a through line. Fabulous. Yeah.
2: Cool.
3: Oh, man, it's
1: such a great show. Uh, oh, yeah, I haven't seen Bajillion Dollar Properties yet. And then there's, like... Oh, take my wife. That was really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Watch that one too. Watch that one too. Right. Watch take my wife. Oh yeah, really like, good. Uh, On yeah. CISO.
2: Right. They're giving you a check,
1: man. No. Get that CISO money. No, dude. Get that sponsored. I'm like, I'm like, go to Seeso.com/slash/Yamitat mm. for a twenty percent off.
0: Mm.
1: And then, and then they, wait, wait. I mean, for a two month trial. And then people try it, and then they ride in to CISO, right. and they go, hey, my trial's not working for Yamatat. And they right. go, what's Yamatat?
2: There we go. And
1: then, maybe they'll contact me.
2: Oh my god. Hey, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's, see, like, there's su- such a, like, a thin line between, like, schemes and, like, brilliant ways to get ahead in art. Like, there's uh I DJ- want people
1: to watch those shows on CISO, and if they can watch it for two months, then they cancel their subscription if they need to. Yeah. Fucking watch those
2: shows, though. Right. But, like, but, yeah, to get, to, to just get someone in office to be like, who, what's this acronym I keep seeing? Like, who's this guy? Should we send him an email and a box of shit? Like, that's, that's what we're doing here in, uh, Hollywood. Or just appearing on podcasts. <laughs> send him some shit. Yeah. Should I send that's him a, some free shit? Right. All right. Yeah, you what? want someone exhausted saying that in an office, and that's the first step to success in Fuck Fuck Angeles. <laughs> Send me all the free stuff. Yeah.
1: I mean, if HTC will send me a vibe, that would be great.
2: Okay. Yeah. We're we just naming products we want. Yeah, man.
1: Go ahead, name one.
2: Uh, thank you, uh, Pleasure Chest, for uh, retweeting my essay about pegging uh, <laughs> that uh, I wrote under a pseudonym because I sometimes work with children. <laughs> Gift certificate. <laughs> Mwah. What do I have to do? What's the password? Slashy on the deck. Sla- okay, slashy on the Just, yeah. Um,
1: so, 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 what is uh, your favorite part about writing?
2: Well, my favorite part, um, I like, I don't know, we were like joking about improv earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really respect people who can do it well. Um, but to me, it's outstandingly difficult to be in the moment. And the thing I love about writing is that you like make a moment yeah. like you get, like you give someone something, you put them in a certain sensation or a moment in their lives or twist in your story mm-hmm. and you can sort of hold that up and look at it and polish it and like, and get in there. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And that, and those, uh, dude, those moments of like inspiration when you get, when you just get hit in your brain and you're like, I gotta write this down. Yeah. I gotta write this down. Yeah. And well, then, that's
2: yeah. The the times where like you don't even try to write it, it just happens is fabulous. Yeah. But you know what I really love is the sitting, like all the sitting that's required in writing. <laughs>
3: it is it's like beautiful. oh it is beautiful. Sitting so glorious, right? That's if, what like, I love about podcasts. am sitting podcast. right
2: now and right. I
1: feel fantastic. Yeah. How do you feel
2: sitting? Uh, I I feel wonderful. Like this is <laughs> this is great. I'm pretending, I'm in, like, a little direct, like like, director's, chair? Yeah, director's chair, and I'm pretending my name is on it. Uh, and or, like, scrolling it behind my back on it. So I get up and be like, what's this, Doug? You didn't, should I do that now? I what's hand this? Sewed
1: it. I hand yeah. embroidered
2: it. Oh, love it. <laughs> Look, I do it, I do it oh, for yes. every guest. Look, I write for embroidery. Don't Don't think I don't. <laughs> Uh, I have a friend named uh, Maggie Eismeyer, and uh, we make funny, like, needle points. Oh. Uh, so you can get, like, your Wi-Fi password stitched. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I've seen those. Yeah, and, and yeah. we're working on, like, a rooms QR collection. QR codes and stuff. Yeah. Or... <laughs> 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 QR codes would be disaster. we well, would want to do that? Right. Dude,
1: you can turn QR codes into AR. R- so okay. a picture can pop off.
2: Wow. So I'm just going to run around this house with my phone up, looking at the needle points. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually... <laughs> That's somewhat cool. I want to hate QR codes. If people liked them, it'd be cool. I have, like I the have metric QR system. codes
1: on my um, business card.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> At what point, though, man, is it a card on a QR code and not a QR code on a card? Asking the big fucking questions.
1: Well, the QR code may be the most important part.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the thing, yeah.
1: But the mystery lies within so you have to scan it to see what happens
2: <laughs> do you want me to do this now yeah, No. Okay, I'll do it now <laughs> fuck
1: he did it my number came up
2: so this That's rock superhero home. like if he had like if, he, if there was like a blind woman that was in love with him that for some reason like saw the real him as not a rock monster uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, that would be cool just like in Toxic Avenger to- oh Toxic Fantastic yeah <laughs> I think this ma- like marks my. Have you my- seen
1: Toxic Avenger?
2: I have not. Ooh, no. Yeah.
1: That's a good one.
2: Yeah, it's, that's it's like, like. It. Yeah, I it's mean, like a whole like trading card like '90s era it's that like trauma, and yeah, it was yeah. And they
1: turned it into a cartoon.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, like this guy's made of garbage. It was like <laughs> next up, Captain Planet. Like it was a good like one two. Programming block
1: Well The the story is That he fell into Radioactive waste Right And then so his skin Got all gross and blistered But he also got Superpowers
2: Like what Like just Strength and <laughs> shit like that Or like
1: Strength and um, mm-hmm. Yeah I think strength Is Dre- the main one Moral fortitude <laughs>
2: uh,
1: But he He ends up Killing bad guys
2: Like he Okay Just straight up Kills them Yeah Okay Okay <laughs> I just like I feel like the 90s was like a big montage of like something swinging something like a samurai sword like here's a turtle swinging a staff like a samurai sword and here's a guy swinging a mop like a samurai sword he's blistery Uh, (laughs) he's
3: blistery? Michael you gotta come (laughs) do the
2: dishes like
3: he's so blistery he's so
2: blistery And like if he had like if I was a teenager when that happened, like I would have felt better about my skin problems, you know what I'm saying? But like I like I was like I got no use for a blistery hero at this point. I ain't a hero covered in rocks who's a hero to the Jewish people. Like the Cohen brothers. Alright, here's no okay, here's what we're doing. Break it down. Alright three hulks right <laughs> okay. we got like mark ruffalo eric banna uh edward, edward norton. norton right which of those guys would you most like to fuck shit or like yeah like throw them in order like Wait,
1: eric Bana. right i mean eric banna's got the accent
2: okay yeah and soul- soulful eyes <laughs> okay <laughs> all right you're not even considering Mark, Edward Norton for you know, it's between him or
1: No no no. Mark Ruffalo, he's he's adorable. Right. He's he's lovable. Yes. And everyone loves Mark Ruffalo. But I, like
2: wanna fuck adorable, like But Ed Norton
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yes.
3: He's
1: he seems like he seems like a fighter and a lover.
2: Oh, okay, like you get like up to something fierce and unexpected. <laughs> Okay, right, because to me it's, like, it's uh, Ruffalo uh, and then um, Edward Norton's at the bottom and Eric Bana's in the middle, uh, but the thing is, when they turn into the Hulk, the order of who I want to fuck is, like, reversed, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, i less attracted to the Ruffalo, like, Hulk, but that kind of changed uh, with the second Avengers movie. Uh... <laughs> But like the Edward Norton Hulk is like is like boyish and like adorable. Um so yeah. He's drinking a green substance out of a blue metal straw.
1: It's Mountain Dew, everyone.
2: What is this? Tatooine? A smooth one of
1: a kind blend of citrus flavor. Go to Mountain Dew.com slash Yamatat for, for a discount on Mountain Dew. You're
2: hoping that, like, the bounce-back URLs will get you some likes. Yeah. They're like, okay, yeah. Mountain
1: Dew goes, whoa, yeah. a lot of people are searching this Yamatat thing. Yeah. We gotta know.
2: Wow, okay. <laughs> You're in for, yeah, okay. This is uh, Lucky Jack uh, Nitro Cold Brew Coffee, double black, fortified with organic espresso. Hmm. Spelled spelled with an E-S, just to, just to keep me in check. Right, so don't call it espresso. Because
1: <laughs> sometimes it's spelled like that, right? Like yeah. companies have spelled it. Yeah, like it's that. Es-
2: yeah it's espresso.
1: Espresso, Nespresso.
2: What's oh no, thing? no! Like, don't get me started on like fucking Nes- Keurigs Keurig. and shit like that. No, I can't <laughs> fucking. I get, it makes me like, cause like, I feel like in your life you're like allowed to be a snob about like three things maybe like not everything yeah. but like for coffee it's just like. I feel the same way about curing cups that, like, people feel about, like, animal testing. I'm like, what? Like, don't shove that thing into, like, a little plastic container and, like, inject a fucking thing into it to, like, fill it with hot water and draw it out. This is exactly what happens in animal testing. It's not even a comparison. Coffee is dead animals. What's going on, Doug? What is this? I feel like, look... Right.
3: If you're a vegetarian, you shouldn't be drinking coffee
2: cuz oh, coffee is dead. No, animals. you it's, it's mulch. <laughs> you know? Like you see that thing where it's like, oh, we give away old oh, coffee grounds as fertilizer. You know why?
1: <laughs> because coffee is dead animals.
2: Man. I'm learning a lot. I'm not I'm really not.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> tell me tell me about <laughs> Tell me about your books. What? Oh, you don't want me to just keep being ungracious? Um, yes, I would love to tell you about my books. I want to um, see them.
1: Here,
2: yes, okay. That one. Yes. i want to flip through this one. Yes. Uh, this is my first book. Uh, it is Oh, the Flesh You Will Eat, uh, published by Devastator Press and illustrated by Jacob Volum uh, which is a Dr. Seuss parody about diseases and refusing medical treatment, other things kids need to know about. Oh. Should,
3: yeah. I, should I read
2: through? No, it's, it'd be too long. No, yeah, there, there's a two-pager if you wanted to do a reading. Uh, okay. There's like a little, like, yeah, interstitial yeah. story. Yeah, because there's uh, there's three stories in it. Uh, oh, the flesh you will eat, green eczema, and If I Ran the Quarantine. Um, so if I could get your peppiest, Doug. Uh, if I Ran the Quarantine? Yeah, yeah, like, well, like uh, I don't want to give you a line reading, but like, like you're a little kid reading a classic <laughs> piece of parody literature uh, written by a handsome.
1: Okay. <clears throat> If I ran the quarantine If I ran the quarantine, here's where I'd start. I'd capture the strongest, the fastest, most smart. I'd find all those sickos who run marathons, cut them off at the pass so they won't run for long. I'd make sure they're healthy. Give them all their shots, then lock them up tight in an inside-out box. If outsides are insides in inside-out space, my quarantine would be all over the place. (coughs) It'd be a big party, a mixer of sorts, with everyone dancing right out of their shorts. (laughs) A petri dish is like a big party platter. If everyone's sick, then it just doesn't matter. The quarantined people will quickly get bored when they see us have fun with the friends they ignored. I'll bust open that box when they all ask me to. If I ran the quarantine, that's what I'd do. Yay.
2: <laughs> it no, it makes me so happy because, like, it was very important to me that it be able to be, like, read aloud well. Because uh, that's why I love reading Dr. Seuss. So, like, yeah. Yeah, the mischief in the darkness crept in very easily. Thank yeah, you. That's so awesome. Yeah. Um that's that's yeah, that's my baby. I love I love, Mary I love Maladies. that book. Yeah. Beautiful. Mary Maladies, yeah, that's uh, my editor Jeffrey Golden had that joke, which <laughs> I'm so happy like look, tip tip for everyone uh, who's like trying to get into something, if you write your first book, uh put a dead child on the cover. Don't put your name on the cover <laughs> Like, this is the sure shot to success, which is why I'm on the 150th and final episode of uh, Dig Dug <laughs> and talk or whatever, question mark. Did, did I an ampersand? Is right. that an
3: ampersand?
2: Look, I'm feeling Yamatat. We're all... the Yamatat world in Yamatat time.
1: Slash... Yamatat. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your dog?
2: Right, just like any browser, any open window. Go to a Mac store, search Yamatat on everything. <laughs> It'll get back to HQ. <laughs> They'll tell Facebook. I'm I'm HQ. Right. This is, like I feel like we have the secrets <laughs> that I uh, have both of us recording a podcast on a Monday afternoon. Uh, I feel like <laughs> people need to learn from us, and I'm so glad this record
3: exists. <laughs>
2: So you did any theater as a kid, or?
1: Oh, yes I did.
2: Yeah, what'd you do? All the feelings.
1: I did a, a, a um, <clears throat> well the one play that is an actual play was Our Town. I was in that.
2: Mm-hmm. And then there was. And who were you?
1: I was Doc Gibbs.
2: Okay. Signific. Not familiar with the Our Town canon, I know it's, I know it's a staple, he but was yeah.
1: A, he was significant. Yeah. He was like second lead, third lead. Oh, okay third lead. Second lead? I can't remember. But, uh, that was chill.
2: hmm
1: Uh, I did um, The Sleeping Beauty of Loreland. What? Which was not Sleeping Beauty because our school didn't want to pay for that. Oh yeah. So they paid for The Sleeping Beauty of Loreland. And so it was wow. like a, just a take on Sleeping Beauty. So things were different and it was fine. I was a lackey in the kitchen. Oh.
2: Making making uh, food. solid object work. You're Make, doing the cooking dance yep. before uh, the dumb rapper ever did. And then
1: and then we all froze. We all had to freeze there with our with, while we were cooking food.
2: To indicate sleeping time.
1: Yeah. And then and then and then the the like bad witch or something came in and mm. made sleeping beauty sleep or I don't fucking remember. Mm. But
2: sleeping beauty of
3: Lord. Did you freeze
2: for the rest of the thing? <laughs>
3: Because like
2: some some plays uh, that they do at schools are plays and some of them are just punishments for children it's like we were, literally be a tree like I
1: think we were out after act one okay <laughs> maybe
2: there's like a sign that says like assume the people <laughs> were here from before but they all got soccer practice um yeah
1: and then and then yeah at some point we unfroze and then there there was a uh, oh the worst high school play in the world mm. that was the, that was the title oh yeah I was, um, Felipe the the Pink Knight, and I was, like, riding around on okay. this, this fake horse on stage.
2: Yeah. I feel like any indulging I do about this being, like, the worst high school play ever will play into its game, I'm not falling <laughs> that fucking trap, Doug, and writer of said play, <laughs> whose name we all remember.
1: The, 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 so it was a play within a play, and like, the play, the play, yeah, it was, the high schoolers putting on this high school play right. and it's a really bad play. Yeah. And at one point, um, it was like after intermission, mm-hmm. we're, we're all hiding like mm-hmm. among the audience and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the director comes out and they're like, where the hell is everybody? Whoa. The play's supposed to be. Whoa. And then we're like, oh, 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 and we run down to the stage.
2: It's like, and I, <laughs> I mock this openly because like, I I wrote, like, beginner plays in one act and stuff like that, and, like... I knew it was dumb. Right. No, well, like, the first thing you want to do is, like, I'm going to write the anti-play, and its story's going to be nothing, and, like, the audience is going to open their program, there's going to be a window, they're going to watch it like it's a TV. (laughs) That was an idea I had. I'm saying that like it's a joke, that was a real idea I had. Uh... But it's so much harder to, like, actually write an actual play. It's so much harder to be, like, sit down and be like, okay, uh, I'm going to let people know why they should care about these characters. And Well,
1: there were characters. There w- The play right. within the play happened. Right. But, like, um, there were moments where it would turn and then you'd be like, what line or something? Yeah.
2: And... Well, you, you don't do community as your first show. You know what I'm saying? That was
1: <laughs> like, high school. Well,
2: like, yeah, like, no, I mean, I mean the show community. Oh, right. Right, yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, you don't... Yeah, theater. you don't go full meta. Like, just give me give me one story about a guy and his family and someone comes to visit. Like, that's a play. Someone gets an abortion. That's a play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, community. Man, I miss that show. I do, too. It's... They're doing the movie.
2: I, like... I think they're doing and a movie. I, I hope so. Like, I, I always hold out hope for anything, but it's also, like... I just don't like getting bothered by it like if they come out with a movie great i was like yeah. amazed by how good the later seasons were and, and stuff I'm like that i listening
1: to Harmington every week so i will be abreast of all of that information
2: fabulous yeah and i'll like and i i just held on and was super optimistic with through futurama and that paid off so well i was like i'm lucky to get any amount of a show that it you like coming back right it's and it's not I was talking to someone about outcasts the other day and i was like they're like what's happening are they together or not and i was like well it seems like one of them wants to make music and is putting out his own music and the other one, like, wants to pop up every so often and do the greatest verse you ever heard and disappear into smoke. Like, <laughs> that's what under 3,000 wants to do and I'm so happy for all the big boy albums. Like, what... Mm-hmm. I don't need everyone to be getting along at all times.
1: <laughs> you know, when you said Outcast just now? Yeah. I went to the comic book mm-hmm. and which is a show now on Oh, some, yeah, like a Cinemax big C Sunday. or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I haven't seen it but mm. I... And then you were like, are they together or are they not? And then I was like, oh, is that like a storyline on the show? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> will they, won't they? And <laughs> the foundation of any classic show. <laughs> West Wing, they will. But then, uh,
1: as, but then as you were like, well, he wants to make music, and then he doesn't. And then I was like, oh, wait. Oh, he's talking about the band. Oh ah.
2: yeah, There we Ble- go. Okay, no. Blew we're, my yeah. mind. Right.
1: Blew my mind inwards and outwards. It was, Thank- it was. Look, good. that's what
2: I'm here for. <laughs> That's so why I'm drinking Lucky Jack, micro star, micro cold. Anyway, yes, what?
1: Go to luckyjack.com/slash habitat.
2: So when do we start recording?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, have you watched Atlanta? Have you seen that? No,
2: show? not like that's one of. Uh, I'm very happy there's a bunch of hip hop related shows people are like telling me to watch. I just got into Luke Cage, which Ooh, is phenomenal, and I haven't. So good. Yeah, I haven't been watching a lot of. Um, And the music is phenomenal. I have all that guy's music if you want it. Oh, yes. Because he did a Ghostface album. He did, like, the Black Dynamite soundtrack is, I think, where he first made his name and stuff. Adrian Young. Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. Hell yeah. Um, But, yeah, I like that there's a bunch of uh, rap-related shows people are telling me to watch, which is fabulous. But uh, I'm so busy loving life and rap music (laughs) that I, like, don't have time for TV shows about loving life and rap music.
1: (laughs) Well, when you get a chance. Right. Atlanta is... Beautiful.
2: I'll definitely watch Atlanta before I hear the new Childish Gambino because, like, something about him rapping is weird to me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, very weird. I I really like him as a comedian and actor and stuff like that, but it's very strange.
1: Dude, he's so such a good rapper, too, because he just raps, like, about what he wants to.
2: No, I think the subject matter is amazing and the punchlines are amazing, but something about it, he, like, comes to it as a great 30 rock writer cramming good jokes into joke like into rhyme format whereas like real rappers just like go off the rhymes and the attitude and stuff like that like he's like yeah, i mean like it's,
1: it's a and, the, and the high
2: m&m sneer too like i don't i don't know if he like has gotten off of that or anything like that what is it? the the sneer kind of voice he's doing his higher voice when he raps
3: Uh yeah well, I
2: don't, I don't know, know if he always does that.
1: I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan. All right.
2: Yeah. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. <laughs> um.
1: And what's another? Oh, Rick and Morty's supposed to come back soon, right?
2: Yeah. Which I also like. I think Rick and Morty is fantastic, but like, just doesn't touch Futurama to me. Like a lot of people are like, this is the like, it's a very awesome, fun animated show that like sometimes goes the extra level plot wise or idea wise like that's really awesome i'm really happy for that but like to me all the things they like they're doing have been done in some way by futuraba already um in like a less well we have to belch every five seconds kind of way which like i don't like maybe that's just i don't like that but yeah
1: well there's less there's less belching as the show People keep
2: telling me that it's It's not true okay yeah
1: um, um, cause, because it becomes less of a focus cause there's so much more to do and talk about. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's like saying the stories have been told throughout time and like,
2: that's true. I mean, I want all the weird sci-fi shows possible. Yeah. Like it's, but it's just very funny <laughs> for me, people to like react to it. Like it's instant classic show. And I think it's very, very good show, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Like it'd be a very good CISO, like you know what I'm saying. Like
1: (laughs) CISO is making some great shit. Is it like go to
2: CISO.com slash Yamatat? Why, like, what for
1: your free two months? Okay, so
2: Google calls CISO. (laughs) Google's like, hey, just so you guys know, we get a lot of this thing for this Yamatat, and then search up, and it's like. Yamatat. Yamatat is a disease affecting yams. Also, what? see no, also. No, it's a podcast. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you have put a post-it there already that says, no, it's a podcast. <laughs> they call you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They say, Doug. Mm-hmm. Benson, get us Doug Culp. <laughs> He's like, what? And yep. then you're, you're in the other room. You're like, what? Yeah. And he throws the phone. Yeah. And uh, Hollywood millionaire.
1: Yeah, and then I get fucking. Well, I mean, sponsorship for the podcast. Yeah, what I'd, do like, you, I'd love to. I'd love to.
2: Here's a fun one. What do you? What do you want? Like, if you could oh. have any like job or opportunity or like be doing anything here, oh, like so many things. So right. many things. Right. No, so... but like I, I gave you combo. Give me one big, big thing that like.
1: Uh, okay. I I want to um make television. Nice. And um. Like I I want to be in it. I want to be on it. I'm. I'm writing it. Mm-hmm. I want to write for myself mm-hmm. too. Like I have a a show that I'm writing that's like very like might be my uh, just I don't know the the shows where it's like clearly about the comics life or the yeah. person's life, mm-hmm. but then there's a lot of funny shit that happens along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those. I'm like, so you
2: want a BTV? Yeah. Yeah. Great, um,
1: uh, yeah. Me and uh, Brody, Brody Reed, mm-hmm. yeah, we're writing a, Fabulous. a sketch show. Skull
2: and Books member, yeah. we up, Brody?
1: We're writing a sketch show, and
2: it's... Brody I came all the way here just to like shout you out, like, and I'm like <laughs> leaving immediately, like I'm packing up my stuff right now, uh, but that's why I'm here. So just feel feel special, buddy.
1: So yeah, I I have I have like four other shows that I've written. There's a cartoon that I wrote. Um, and I want to have them all just nice. pop up everywhere.
2: Yeah. And, uh... I, I'd love to write a cartoon in that, like, the possibility of that is awesome and terrifying. Like, yeah. cause I, I also, I... Cause I can,
1: I, like, while I was writing it, I could see it all perfectly in my head. Yeah. But then there's, yeah, it's, I was, I was thinking about locations and shit. And I was right. like, uh, well the apartment, like, that's the fucking, that's one yeah, location, right. and, uh... Well, and, like,
2: at a certain point, like, it, like you're just going throughout your day, like, I don't want my day on, like, to, you know, like, I, I want to kind of see Louis' life, or the life of his fictional character that's him four years ago, you know, like, yeah. uh... But, yeah, it's like, oh, is Mike gonna make it to the dispensary before it closes? Like, I don't ugh, why should anyone else go a shit? <laughs> That's I got so fucking pissed off uh, when a uh, Netflix series entitled Love came out, because mm. uh, it was the first, like, romantically adrift in Los Angeles show, like, as I was romantically adrift in Los Angeles, yeah. and, like, first shot was, like, the, the place, uh, the secret stairways in uh, Silver Lake, that, like, mm-hmm. I had just been on a date with a woman who was no longer talking to me. Oh. <laughs> like and you were like, like heartbroken they, all over again right, yeah they like it. got like stoned and like went to the fast food place like right next to my house and stuff like that and I was like I don't like this. I don't want this fucking echo chamber like bullshit like please yeah please Rick and Morty take me to space like whatever <laughs> Jesus not this dimension again is what I say <laughs> when I wake up um, of all the multiverses yeah
1: Christopher Guest fan? yeah Waiting for Guffman, yes. Best in Show, Mighty yes. Wind. Yes. For your consideration, this is Spinal Tap. Have you seen the new one on Netflix? I have
2: not. I have, like, very concrete uh, plans with a friend to watch that, too. Like, we're, yeah, we're going to we're savor it. Highly recommend um, it. Yeah. Um, and actually, my, my second book, which you're holding, came from uh, the scene in Waiting for Guffman, where Parker Posey does her audition monologue about, like, unplugging her, her dad or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so this uh, this is for your for your viewers. What mm-hmm. uh, this is all the feelings, hella dramatic monologues for thespians of a Teenage. age. Uh, there's a parody monologue book uh, for theater dorks.
1: To my theater teachers, Christine Farrell and Andy Spear, whom I did not need but enjoyed my time with, nevertheless. <laughs>
2: That's like, I, It's astonishing arrogance. Also written in character as MFA Levine MFA, uh, who's a guy who thinks he's qualified to write this book.
1: If this book had existed when I was starting out, God knows where I would have ended up. James Urbaniak.
2: Yay, thank you. (laughs) That's
1: so
3: awesome. There are two
1: things I can't stand. Humor books and one-person shows. That said, dibs on the one-person show of this humor book. I call dibs! Laura Silverman. Sup, <laughs> As both an actor and acting teacher, I alone understand the importance of listening solely to myself while simultaneously demanding others listen only to me. This book is a reminder that feelings are weapons, and weapons, as I imagine the famous educator Maria Montessori would have said... <laughs> Exist only as a means to slay your audience with a fresh soliloquy. Well done, Levine.
2: Levine. It's Levine. Thank Levine. you. Levine. Yes, Levine. but also, but also, like that's Dr. Like, Matt Gorley. Yeah, P Y T. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all, all, all big, big heroes of mine. And two, two of the blurbs there are from people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I'm there, right? We're it's, in it.
1: This book will make you the hit of your high school thespian conference, impressing tech, tech theater girls wearing fairy wings and drama teachers with uncontrollable rage issues alike. DC Pearson.
2: <laughs> DC might be ta- talking about someone very specific there.
3: <laughs> oh, that's great.
2: Yeah. No. Cool, man. Hell yeah. So that's like... These are all
1: available. Where?
2: We, these are available at Meltdown on Amazon, uh, DevastatorPress.com, as well as many amazing Devastator parody books. Like, so so happy to be part of this contingent and or squad.
1: Oh, man, that's cool. Yeah. Congratulations on those. Oh, thank you. Um. <clears throat> so, would you... While while you were writing these, mm-hmm. did you ever like uh tweet out blurbs and stuff or or like part of a picture, like mm-hmm. some kind of a,
2: um... a teaser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well also uh if you uh go on Instagram uh, to at Garbageville, uh, which is an artist I'm working with Danny Lacey, you can see previews uh from my next book.
3: Ooh. Uh so
2: he, like that's more illustration heavy. So Garbageville? Um, yeah, at Garbageville.
1: I'm gonna follow him right now.
2: Absolutely. Say, uh, I'm following you live on a podcast because Mike Levine told me to. <laughs> uh, isn't he slightly handsomer? Do you want me to spell it out for you? Dictated but not read. Mike Levine. Um,
3: Garbageville.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but doing, doing promo for books and things has been very interesting. Wait,
1: Garbageville 99?
2: No. Uh, or maybe he's just at Danny Lacey now, actually. Oh, okay. Or you thought you knew how to spell garbage. We're learning something today. C-Y? Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: L-A-C-Y. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Ooh-wee. look at those monsters. Ooh-wee. At least you're not those monsters. I'm not supposed to be talking about this yet. This is... Well, it's on Instagram. I know. Look, it's on the Grams. It's on the Grams. But how gorgeous Ooh. is that?
1: You guys, this is really bad for audio, but if you can see this right now... It's some just fucking, fucking weird ass monsters. Go to Danny Lacey, D-A-N-N-Y-L-A-C-Y on Instagram. And, uh, check out this art. so awesome.
3: Holy shit.
2: You want some, like, I, like, I... Ooh. Not to be too rude my look at my phone, but you want some, like, real-time, uh, like, phone drama?
3: Okay. What's uh, going on?
2: There's a, a, a grown man, uh, who is a writer who keeps, like, Snapchatting me. Uh, and, like, he just sends me, like, oh, sitting by the pool, or, like, oh, doing this, like, nothing, like, all normal things... And I've been wanting to do this for weeks, but, like, I finally broke down today. I was like, hey, man, uh, no offense, but, like, why are you Snapchatting me? Uh, this is, like, for me, I just use this as an app to, um, to like, look cute for women. Uh, I don't know how you use it. Yeah. I don't take any offense to it, but, like, I just want to know why. And let's see what he said. <laughs> I'm very curious. what did he say? Find some of the stuff funny. If you rather I didn't, that's cool. Oh, okay. So he's just trying to like joke along with the thing. Okay, that's very nice. I'm very glad I didn't say his name. All right, I'm a good person. Anyways, Cosmic All Rays. All good. Uh, one guy's stretchy.
1: <laughs> yep, there's an invisible woman. Yep,
2: yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
1: She's invisible. Yep.
2: Yeah. There's uh, Johnny Storm, who is sometimes a pop star, sometimes not. Yep. <laughs> yep. flame on flame on his game that's a great flame off yeah oh does he say flame off yeah
1: yeah wow flame off
2: but like it's clobber Extinguish. in time right yeah <laughs> retard <laughs> <his> thing. <laughs> retard flame <laughs> I'm sorry it's too funny for this podcast can we uh can I just have it I just, like, no, I, like, I just want to give just you... clip that. I want to give you my, like, B-minus best today. And that's what, like, I've been, like, doing that. No, I don't... Look, let's be real here. I don't know why, like, because cause you and I have met, we're, we're both fabulous, normal people, uh, but when we did the Johnny's 100th podcast, like, I feel like we locked... I, like, locked into a weird arrogance because of what I was going through, which is, like, you know, being the shit, uh, which is new to me. I didn't always think or was aware of this. Uh, but yeah, so I don't want, like, this is just, this, like, player, I guess I very much appreciate, uh, being invited to for any reason. Yeah, dude. And, like, this is, like, one of those top three reasons I'd want to be invited to Rome. Like, I'm not even, we don't have to talk about the rest of them. <laughs> but, like, top, top three. Top three. Top three, yeah, homie. sure. For, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lock. Um,
1: what, uh, so, are, uh, how into Star Wars are you?
2: Um, Star Wars was to me like a a very big and deep betrayal. Oh. Yeah. Because
1: of 1 2 and 3 or No like
2: even even before the prequels I think. The prequels really sealed it. Mm-hmm. Uh but I was so into it as this like universe and this whole thing you could figure out and like I read one of the Star Wars novelizations and they had this like little little like passage about like oh there's this like Nung frog on Tatooine and like if you throw the frog in a pot of boiling water, it will jump out. But, like, if you put it in a pot of still water and turn the heat up, it will slowly die. Like, just the most regular metaphor, but with a dumb Star Wars thing on it. Like, a, in, a space frog is, like, basically what it was. And I remember just, like, having the realization, like, and this is very true of some things, not true of others, but, like, I just realized Star Wars didn't give a fuck about me. Like, I was like, oh, it's, like, a big toy or corporation or, like, sports team or, like, literally a franchise that Mm -hmm. doesn't care. And there are some shows that care more or less, but, like, and I think they did the right thing by cutting it down. I love the new movie. I'm pretty much signed up for any ones in the future that look that good. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of thinking that it was a universe and not a bunch of people being paid to write things with, like, oh, like, mention that Princess Leia walked down a corridor, like, through your regular space novel. Um, but that's, yeah, that's because it got, yeah, got too big. And that's that's why I love Futurama, is it, like, never, ever let me down. Like, yeah. through and through, all of it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, what, yeah, Betrayed, are, is that what you're, you know?
1: <laughs> what are a few of your favorite Futurama episodes?
2: Oh, so, oh, God, so many. Um, let's see, uh... I like literally have it programmed on my iTunes uh, with both Bob's Burgers and Futurama to make a playlist that has the three least re- recently watched ones yeah. so I can efficiently go through without Ooh, repeating episodes because okay. I have all of them. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I, I can't even do, like, I'll say uh, my favorite character is a hedonism bot. Uh, like, everything he visits Oh! Oh, I'm gonna dip my bottom in the silkiest oils and creams! Like, that's... He's fantastic. I've been, like, recently, uh, like, fascinated with a a joke in, um, the episode where they do the brain swap and they need the equation to work it out. Uh, where someone's like, oh, this is, uh, my friend, like, a a robot in the body of, like, a Chinese grad student from Mars. (laughs) The person's response to that is... How tedious. <laughs> Which I just, every every second, every part of it is, like, so amazingly funny. And, yeah. like, jokes that could work outside the context or within it, like... Oh, yeah. Was driving around yesterday. I'm sure you drive around thinking of jokes and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fry has a line at one point where he goes, Thanks to denial, I'm immortal. <laughs> like, that's that's, like, the for sale baby shoes never worn of, like dumb d- immortality jokes
3: dude the, fun, the
1: thing that cracks me up about hedonism bot mm-hmm. is that he's not like that because he loves to be like that mm-hmm. he was programmed
2: oh yeah absolutely to like, love to be like that. Right, yeah, like, pro, like if you program a rich guy like if we get to that point point. Uh, mm-hmm. and i love like I I kind of literally think that that Bender is the best fictional character in the world uh, because he is both not human at all and so human. Yeah. He's like, as a robot, I don't don't have emotions and that makes me very sad. Like, (laughs) he takes everything personally. He's always like, in a different, I think this is what the the Rick and Morty comparison always pings for me is like, Bender's always very much against the plot Uh in the same way that, uh, which was which? This guy. Rick. Yeah, the same way that Rick will like be like, "Oh, we're not going to like work this out. We're all going to die." Like, that's a resigned energy, but Bender's like actively rooting. I came here with a dream, a dream to kill all humans. <laughs> like Like hey, how is it? Baby, how- you right. Wanna kill all humans? Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. that like f- future I'm a big 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 thing for me. And I think I saw it too. What's the franchise? Re-
1: relax, Bender. <laughs> Relax, there's no such thing as two.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, like binary jokes, like Cracker Jack binary jokes. What's what's the franchise that broke your heart? Like the Um, one thing where you're like, oh, I'm not fucking around with Buffy after uh, Angel Season 2.
1: No, I loved all of those. I loved all of Buffy and Angel.
2: Cool. Um, <laughs> you seem to be like a very appreciative fan, like looking yeah. around here, which I love. It's like, why are we in this if not to love things? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah.
1: I love uh uh, uh well, the the one that betrayed me, I guess, was Smallville. Cause oh I, yeah. I started out and I was like, dope. We're gonna see how uh, Superman grew up mm. in high school. Right. It was like, oh, it was probably awkward. Yeah, it was. Oh, he saw a teacher and he got turned on and he had like fire eyes and it like caught something on fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. cool.
2: Um. But Oh, it just occurred to me that's what they're doing with Gotham, too. I was like, I thought Gotham was... I n- I've never watched it, but, like, oh, I was I like... I not seen it either, but, yeah. We want to see pre-Batman, like, yeah. Pre-Batman yeah.
1: while he's young. Um, so... In Smallville,
2: spoiler alert...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you won't see him fly until the very last scene of the very last episode of the very last
2: season but that works like to me like the Gotham's got in with him putting on the cow right like but like, did you think you were gonna see him fly to them again
1: yeah because in the pilot I think he wakes up and he's floating above his bed mm-hmm. and, then he's like, oh, 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 and then he falls down and breaks the bed and you're like oh shit Whoa, oh, something super about this guy all right cool
2: and then so... I would love to the one person who doesn't know about Superman it's like <laughs> I like where this is going his eyes just got red why? not like that green stuff
1: i'm following this story closely
2: <laughs> what i actually love doing is like taking anyone in my life who's like not into comic books or anything like that oh. and like just being like tell me everything you know about superman or everything you know about batman because like what sticks in people's heads and like the cultural consciousness is fascinating and like i'm very much into like uh grant morrison and sort of the idea of a flexible character where the the Lego Batman and the darkest grittiest like gets his back broken by Bane Batman are the same character. It's just sort of two ends of them, you know. Yeah. Like, that's cool to me. So yeah, it's on Amazon. Um, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, I would I would like to claim I have not eaten today. I would like to claim I am sick, but I really don't. I like. But you have fresh out of excuses with Mike Levine. This is my podcast now. Get the fuck out. I got Jason Mantzoukas in five. <laughs> um, it's called oh, podcast cuckolding. So it's a new thing. <laughs>
1: dude, Smallville. So listen, again. <laughs> okay, sure. This fucking show. Like, this show. Yeah. It, I watched all of it. I watched every fucking episode. Even when it got weird with mm-hmm. Lana ha- being, like, injected with kryptonite blood or some shit.
2: Do you well, remember that's that uh, one? no, no. I, that I have so- I've seen none of it, but I also <laughs> like very amusingly heard the the thing they do for Monster of a Week, which is like, "Oh, Krypton fragments fell on the town, so every so often, like oh, yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah,
1: green rocks, green, green yeah. rocks.
2: Oh, they can't call it I Kryptonite. They, I think
1: they called it Green Rocks. Uh, I can't. I think at one point they called it Kryptonite. It's someone new. Or it's something. the color
2: and not the Lex fact that found it's it. right. It's it's the color I liked of the rocks. Michael and...
1: Rosenbaum as Lex."
2: What was it was it the same like, he's the reason I don't have hair anymore. Like, is that was that the same like Luther origin? No. Uh why does he hate Superman then? Well,
1: he was the reason that he didn't have hair, but mm-hmm. the reason he hated him, I think, was because he fucking figured him out very very early, mm-hmm. and then he's just like, he'd be like, Clark, if there's anything you want me to want to tell me, I'm here for you, and he's like, they were friends, like he, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Clark. Saved Lex from his uh, car wreck that Mm. like wrecked into a lake or river or something and then
2: wrecked right into it, yeah. Well, off a bridge, okay. Wrecked off the bridge and then wrecked into the lake, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: And then he pulled him out and then he's like, How did you do that? And then so he he gets obsessed Mm. and then he's like, like studying him and like watching him from afar. And well,
2: that's that's the Lex Luthor that I love in the comics is (laughs) the one who hates Superman because superman puts himself over humanity but also he,
1: he, yeah, like, he wanted he wanted the honesty the right. truth from yeah. clark because he's like fucking listen i know you have powers like right. dude, fuck just tell me right and he was always like i don't know what you mean lex and you're like ah, yeah. blah, blah. like the, him being your enemy could be right. dissolved by you just going you're right i do have powers and from another planet like, right listen there's a lot that you should know
2: and there's also like I feel like, in general, in superhero things, it's so interesting to me that the secret identity thing is, like, very played out. And very few characters still have them. Like, Spider-Man and uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man, like, that's very important to both of them. But other people, it's like, well, what do you got to lose? Like, you know, sort of, like, you want to go around as a reporter or something? Like, I don't know. (laughs) It just doesn't seem like that much of, like, a story point to, like, have a double life anymore. It's like...
1: Cause there, there is, there like uh, I'm watching Supergirl, mm-hmm. and it's very fun, and it's uh, she has the secret identity, mm-hmm. but the whole time as the audience, you see people not recognize her, like mm-hmm. right after seeing one or the
3: other. Yeah. Like, well
2: that and that's a fun How can like you? <laughs> that's a fun tone though, right? <laughs> and that's, that's also hair. like like single girl busy life, single female lawyer Supergirl, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Begin self-reliant. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and like they they have Martian Manhunter in there. Like, it's it's cool.
2: It's a really good. He's vulnerable to fire. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I, I aren't we all vulnerable? Yeah, (laughs) especially so. (laughs) Uh, I I came into like serious comics fandom late. And so I've just like I haven't had right. I haven't had time to get sick of anything. I just enjoy whatever I pick up, and I like follow artists and stuff like that. So like, I don't. I I absolutely love the Fantastic Four. I don't know a lot about them, um, other than the specific things I've looked into. But like, yeah, just knowing one weird thing about every character, like (laughs) X twenty three is the female Wolverine. Her name is Laura. Like like just the cutest little things, (laughs) cutest little nuggets. Dragon Man is neither dragon nor man. Like, <laughs> but he's a good babysitter.
1: Um, have you read any Joshua Fialkov or um? Uh, did you read Fight Club 2
2: No. What's the Fialkov? Sounds uh, familiar though.
1: Oh, The Bunker and um, The Life After.
2: Oh no! But those are like yeah, those are like serious indie comics where I'm like yeah, very, very cool for money. Yeah nice yeah oh yes
1: um oh yeah Dirk Gently Dirk Gently's holistic detective agency oh,
2: fab- like well yeah I I'm a huge Douglas Adams fan I haven't seen that show though it's like really cool yeah well I like three episodes in yeah um it was funny it was uh, at a comic-con and like I took a uh, I saw like Max Landis and I was like oh I think he's like involved with the Fantastic Four maybe to like, take a picture with him and then my friend brought me over was like do you know like what an asshole that guy is? And like, it seems like he is like hyper obnoxious asshole, and hopefully not a ab- like, hopefully not any sort of abusive. But like, he's he's a big weirdo. I mean, he's well, been,
1: he's he's been nice to me. I've I've known him a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah What's well,
2: yeah, yeah. like I like he, I don't know. A lot of people got offended when he you saw that article he did recently where he uh, he was like, yeah, I just like I write screenplays the way like people play Angry Birds. Like it's just I gotta just like work it out in my head and then blah 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 blah. Like, which is like, okay, we get it. Like, you took advantage of your OCD. Like, all right, fine. Like, right away, man. Like, go, go for it. But Jesus, Dude, well, d- you, dye your too- hair, dye your hair two colors max. How about Dude, that?
1: But also, trying to explain to someone your writing process is such a weird question.
2: Oh yeah, well I because... did it. I did it without being a fucking asshole, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I like ideas. How about that? I love fucking humility from me, the tallest person in this room.
1: Cause, well, because sometimes you you get an idea and you yeah. write it down and you're just like, all right, maybe that's something. No. I don't know. But sometimes you get an idea and you write it down and you're like, that was fucking dope.
2: See, here you sit, like, continuing to not be an asshole. Like, <laughs> like listen, we're here on We're Better Than Max Landis. Oh, uh, no. We're no, we got no, but, like, no. <laughs> but, like, morally, we're better than him. <laughs> okay i'm not better than anyone is is your father uh john landis or is your father uh vascular surgeon arnold levine uh because you know what i didn't i didn't start out with a landis and i'm here with two books.
1: i'm not better than anyone
2: okay well ugh. yeah
1: we're all people we're all just people right
2: but like this is this is the weird thing like and I, I, this might get weirdly serious, but, uh, cause the new Tribe Called Quest album came out, the final Tribe Called Quest album, and...
1: I, I saw it on yeah. Uh, SNL.
2: Yeah, like, everyone is, like, equally valuable, but, like, artists that we love are, like, a little more valuable. <laughs> like,
1: well, valuable, like, well, in, in, as in, like, they've made things we love, and we love that they're making things right. that we love. But, on a base level... Like, oh, their humans, life isn't, right. Yeah, humans, like, we are all equal. Like, mm-hmm. we are all in the same uh, plane of, like, val- value. Yeah. Like, human value.
2: Yeah. I I don't agree with you, but I see why you have been, like, programmed to think that uh, by... I wanted to make up, like, a new word that I was like, plutocracy. I was like, no, no, that's not a new word, Michael. You'll so, get a new word yet.
1: Some of those people are pieces of shit.
2: Yeah. What's the best religion?
1: <laughs> the one where no one dies.
2: The, okay. <laughs> so you're saying the newly constructed uh, six-flag Superman ride that no one has died in yet <laughs> is the true religion. Or yeah. the su- like the Supergirl ride but like just, just give you a little red I, like look Give me a little red skirt and rocket me off. I'm good. Like <laughs> the one where no one up. drinks the Kool Aid and no, falls yeah. over. Yeah. Well, that's like. God, I don't know. I I, I led a uh, teen youth group of uh, of teen Jews in Silver Lake yesterday, mm-hmm. and I very very much love uh, being Jewish because openly questioning and criticizing shit is like built into it and like that is so much fun and so annoying when we all get in a room together like oh boy like I say, I love being Jewish until I'm around like three or more Jews and then it's like mm, okay like mm, alright like okay you go to New York you go to Florida you go to Chicago I'll you go to Northern here. California take all your fucking opinions with you I'm gonna sit quietly here so, anyways, I like visited my family and it went well.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, lord!
1: So, when you when you talk to your to talk to the youths that you're leading and stuff, you uh, it's you it's talk...
2: y- youths like hooves. Youths. Youths. oh, youths, uh, okay. youths, yeah.
1: <laughs> One youth, two youths, youths
2: yeah. <laughs> And then when they misbehave, I go, "You've got to be kidding!" Me. <laughs> no, oh God, Jesus Christ!
1: So when you talk to your youths, yes. Uh, uh, do you talk like Bible and you're talking verses and stuff, or um, do you talk about life and just like, oh, what does anyone have any questions? Of yeah. What's coming up and- well,
2: I like, I don't know. Um, I think I like because we. I don't. I don't know when this drops, but uh, <laughs> we just. Uh, friday actually yeah we just had our sort of uh like after election first meeting and stuff like that and Uh, i honestly haven't fully processed like what we talked about it wasn't wasn't too bad or anything like that but um the program i'm in is very much like we meet and we have like food together and we play a physical game and then we talk about things loosely related to masculinity and judaism Mm -hmm. um and sort of exploring like what those mean to us and um because it's also, like, there are they're, they're two things, two identities that uh, you're variably connected with. Like, th- these are yeah. upper-middle-class reformed Jews who aren't, like, keeping the Sabbath or kosher or anything like that. So what makes them feel Jewish? And uh, masculinity in America is uh, what's known as a garbage fire. Uh, and so it's, like, how do we, like, <laughs> snatch the positive, like... Uh, Fourth forthrightness or whatever qualities of masculinity that are still like useful uh, and don't hurt people like chivalry uh, sh- or like yeah what's actually that that's the one thing I'll say uh, one kid that said that they were anti chivalry in a way that like clearly indicated that they thought about this yeah. and uh, and I was like oh okay so like you just go around like slamming doors in people's faces <laughs> like right <laughs> before <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: and then and then see like. From a teaching standpoint, that, way, that at that moment, that kid knew that my excellent joke was better than their real opinion, and then we moved on. It was lovely. I'm good at my job, killing it on a podcast. I'm very sure where I parked. You'll
1: know. You'll uh, know yeah, if uh, your car's still there. Oh, You'll know if it's Lord on blocks or not. Oof. You'll know if it's been towed or this not. This is an
2: on-block block? block?
1: <laughs> this is blocked from being on-block
2: Right, the block... block. Ugh.
1: That's a block over. The, the on-block's block. So, like,
2: how many times did you watch Pixels uh, featuring Adam Sandler?
1: Oh, seven?
2: <laughs> seven? All right, cool.
1: <laughs> Not I was a like, one. Not a one Speaking time. of
2: favorite Futurama episodes, uh, the one they ripped off for the Adam Sandler movie. Oh, yeah. fuck. The, yeah.
1: Was it? The oh, uh, well, like, Space Invaders?
2: Yeah, that's exactly the same plot as, like, the aliens. Yeah, their, their video game things.
1: And then in Pixels, was it also... They needed quarters for laundry for Donkey yeah,
2: Kong? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> a million allowances worth of quarters! <laughs>
1: you just need some quarters? Okay, here. Yeah.
2: Um, can you grab <laughs> some papers real quick? Huh? Can you grab some papers real quick? We, oh, yeah. 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 What are we, uh, how, how are we doing?
1: We're doing good. Fabulous. I, feel like, oh, yeah. I feel like this has been a good episode. We okay. can still chill. not well, with... I
2: don't, I don't want to, like, end it by virtue of I need to get papers or whatever. <laughs> um... Uh, Let's see. Let me let, let me go get that. We'll figure. You can you okay. can decide if you have any like Cracker Jack like gotcha questions for me. <laughs> gotcha. Like hold me to the fire. Like real get personal.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> gonna get so personal, everyone. He doesn't even know what's coming. He doesn't even know what's what questions gonna hit him. He doesn't even know. Guess what? Neither do I.
2: Oh, 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 hello. That's exactly what I was hoping not to return to. Jesus Christ. What? Like, listen, listen. You (laughs) want to make a fucking roast battle out of this, all right? Look, I know you're chasing that CISO money, son, but you can't follow all the trends.
1: I beatbox.
2: I'm so no, yes. No, I'm not good at free-styling, it sounded okay. no, it sounded very good, and I think that is that is actually a cool art, but um, <laughs> i love my rap and I love my comedy, and I'm so picky yeah, about where they cross over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's oh talk my. about how we don't need DJ Khaled as a Snapchat lifestyle guru, and everyone should know he's bullshit. Cool. Oh, we're done. DJ Khaled. I don't even know. He's DJ.
1: Dude, there's so much stuff I'm not up on because I'm like, I don't have time for that. I don't have right. time for that. Well, what what do you got time
2: that. for? What 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 do you make in time for? Um. Did you see s- Doctor Strange? Yes. What'd you think? Loved it. Yeah, I was so cool. It was like very straightforward and honest in what it was doing, and then the action sequence like blew my mind. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. The, the, the especially that first one. Well, I I was I was holding my hands yeah. on my face with Absolutely. my
2: mouth agape, and I was yeah. just like, oh. Well, I had like Kilda Swinson's a badass! right? <laughs> um, I, I had like the dual uh, hallucinatory experiences of um, like I was on edibles mm. and I was also holding hands with someone pretty. Um, so I was like very <laughs> like I was like all the way into it, and then I had the same thing. I got in Interstellar where they went through the black hole, and I, I was like, interstellar. "Oh, okay." Well, they go through a thing at one point, and yeah. you don't know what's on the other end. Yeah, and like I like, really had the like sensation. Like in Futurama. Well. Huh? Yeah, when they yeah the ending thing yeah
1: yeah
2: um one of many endings they fucking stole that
1: from Futurama Interstellar
2: I, I, okay
1: black <laughs> holes no. were created by Futurama. Right.
2: Listen, here's what we have. Here's what we have to do uh, is steal from Interstellar is the comic potential of uh, the word Murph uh, because uh, what's his cowboy's uh, you know Senor? All right, all right, all right. Oh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, is that his
1: name in Days of Confused? No, Murph?
2: No, his daughter's name is Murph, and, like, the whole, like, Murph? he's just, like, crying in space. He's like, Murph! <laughs> <laughs> like, it should be the, um, the choral of, Murph, is it
1: short for Murphy?
2: Yeah, Murphy's Law, which is, like, anything that could get stranded in this, space this will. This, I, you're like me, there's no ever counter space.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> it's, I'm, I get so cluttered, and then I'm like, fuck, I gotta clean this again. Oh. Fuck, I gotta clean this again. Um... And again 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 and again
2: and again. Um, it just gets cluttered here, just, uh, and, it gets and And this, we'll just hang out. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Because that so was, is, I didn't want to talk. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, how you say, oh, yeah. I say, uh, this is enjoy has been, your burrito. No, this has
1: been you and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp and
2: Mike Levine. All right,
1: later.